Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine, chiropractor, and functional nutrition practitioner, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. I'm excited about today's podcast, but before we jump in, I wanted to remind you to download this month's special gift at drjockersgift.com. From keto meal plans, smoothie recipes, to fasting quick start guides, we have a new complimentary gift every single month. To get your gift, simply visit drjockersgift.com. That's D-R-J-O-C-K-E-R-S-G-I-F-T.com. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. This podcast is sponsored by Organifi. Guys, I wanted to tell you about a product I use after dinner on a regular basis that tastes great, helps me take away sugar cravings after dinner, and helps me sleep deeper and more restoratively. And that is Organifi Gold. It is a creamy, delicious superfood tea that's filled with medicinal mushrooms like reishi and turkey tail and different herbs like ginger and lemon balm that aid in rest and relaxation. It's 100% USDA certified organic. It has less than one gram of sugar per cup and it has nine superfoods that are designed to help reduce inflammation, stabilize blood sugar and help you rest and relax more effectively. I can't tell you how good it feels to have something that tastes great to consume after dinner that quenches you know, any sort of possible cravings I might have and also at the same time helps me sleep deeper and then I wake up much more refreshed. And that's why I love it. Now, I also like the fact that I can trust that it's USDA organic it's gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, vegan, non-GMO, you know, all that good stuff. And I just basically put it in some coconut milk. It's really good when you have kind of like a milk base. So I put in a little bit of coconut milk. And the ingredients I love that are in it are turmeric. Turmeric is an ancient root that has been used for over 4,000 years to promote a healthy response to pain and inflammation in the body. It's a potent antioxidant. It's antiviral. It helps boost your immune system. So love turmeric. It also has ginger, which is great for the immune system, great for digestive health. Ginger, really good for helping you digest your meal more effectively. And that's why I'll take this, you know, usually kind of like right at the end of my dinner, just put a little bit of coconut milk in it. And these herbs support healthy digestion. And at the same time, they've got compounds in there to reduce inflammation and help support rest and relaxation. Now, the key ones for rest and relaxation are going to be reishi mushroom, which is known as the queen of mushrooms. And it's a really great grounding mushroom. It's a powerful adaptogen to help reduce cortisol and the stimulating stress hormones like norepinephrine and adrenaline, things like that at night. And that's important because if you're stimulating a lot of cortisol and adrenaline, norepinephrine at night, you're not going to sleep well. So Rishi really helps quench that. It also has turkey tail, which is great for the immune system. These things are, you know, have anti-cancer properties, really antiviral, powerful for the immune system. And then lemon balm. 
And lemon balm is really good for helping your body relax, okay? I also like to diffuse lemon balm essential oil. It's a, it's a common one a lot of people will do uh, to help with good sleep. But consuming it orally is amazing, and it's in this Organifi Gold. And so it's got those herbs, nine superfood herbs to help reduce inflammation, balance your blood sugar, take away any sort of nighttime cravings that you might have, and help you fall asleep and get a better quality sleep. And that's why I use it on a regular basis. And you can too. And I would recommend trying it out and seeing how it works for you. So just go to Organifi.com forward slash DR Jockers. So Organifi is O R G. A-N-I-F-I.com, DR Jockers, and use the coupon code Jockers, J-O-C-K-E-R-S, at checkout to save 15% off. Guys, I know you're going to love it, and you're going to really love the flavor and how easy it is to fall asleep at night after drinking this. So try it out today, and let me know how, how you responded to it. So this podcast is an audio recording of one of my most popular YouTube videos, on leaky brain syndrome. And so we've probably all heard of leaky gut syndrome when there's damage or intestinal permeability, damage to the gut lining. Well, something similar can happen to the brain. And when we have leaky brain syndrome, it can lead to mood disorders like depression, anxiety, irritability. It can lead to uh, brain fog. It can lead to trouble sleeping. It can lead to neurodegenerative conditions like Alzheimer's, dementia, memory issues, Parkinson's. And so it's a very, very important issue to be able to deal with. And there are warning signs that you may be suffering with it at an early age. So you guys are going to get a ton of value out of this podcast. And if you wouldn't just mind, take a moment and leave us a review. Your reviews really help us reach more people and impact more lives. And if you haven't subscribed to our channel, please do. That way you get notified whenever I put up a new podcast. So thanks for doing that. Let's jump right into the show. Well, hey, everybody. Today I'm talking about leaky brain syndrome, the major symptoms involved with this, the underlying root causes, and natural solutions you can take today to help support your blood-brain barrier and help function optimally. And so when we think about what leaky brain is, a lot of us have heard of leaky gut or intestinal permeability. Well, basically, leaky brain is, is very, very similar. We have a, a layer of cells called our blood-brain barrier that is that has, is held together by tight junctions, similar to the way that the gut membrane is as well. The problem is that chronic inflammation can damage this blood-brain barrier and allow permeability in these neuronal cells. And that permeability allows immune cells, inflammatory cytokines, and viral and bacterial particles to enter into the central nervous system. And what does that cause? It causes inflammation in the brain. So there's literally damage that takes place in the brain, and that's going to cause symptoms like brain fog, chronic fatigue, uh, motor delay, clumsiness, anxiety, depression, personality changes for children, oftentimes learning disorders, as well as attention deficit uh, types of issues and other neurodevelopmental conditions. Autism would be one that would come to mind. Also, it can cause things like, um, like irritability and anger and violent uh, outbreaks and things like that. So this is a very serious condition that affects you know, literally everybody. Uh, to some degree, and a lot, some people a lot more than others. And over time, it leads to 
degeneration in the brain. So brain degeneration doesn't just happen one day. It doesn't happen when we're old. This process takes 30 plus years where our brain literally uh, waxes away. I mean, it literally gets destroyed. So it all starts though with a leaky blood brain barrier or leaky brain. And so what are the major causes of leaky brain? These are the things we need to be aware of and address. Blood sugar imbalances, huge. I'm going to go into more detail on these. Chronic inflammation in the body. We talked about inflammation damaging that blood brain barrier and, uh, and, and then going into the brain and damaging the brain. Dysbiosis and intestinal permeability. That means leaky gut, right? So we have leaky gut and damage in our gut. It's going to result in leaky brain. Chronic stress and poor sleep. Sleep is when we detoxify our brain and we need to manage our stress well so we can heal. High toxic load. There's a lot of different neurotoxins that can affect the brain. Vaccines have been shown to uh, damage brain tissue due to the fact that they cause a Trojan horse effect where macrophages will bring aluminum into, there's aluminum used as an adjuvant for the vaccines and the macrophages, the immune cells, take that and they bring that into the brain and aluminum creates massive oxidative stress in the brain. Systemic infections. So things like Lyme's disease, for example, is a big one that can get into the neural tissue and affect us. Chronic mold exposure and other biotoxins can create neurodegenerative and neuro, neurological inflammation, basically. Nutrient deficiencies. Omega-3s are super important. Magnesium, really important for stabilizing that blood-brain barrier. Zinc, glutathione. We need these things. So important. Vitamin D, another one, really important for protecting that blood-brain barrier. So we look at the mechanism and you can kind of read through this. Number one, we get this release of zonulin, which is released in the intestinal cells when we're exposed to gluten or different pathogenic bacteria. Zonulin will open the tight junctions between the cells, so it causes like a leakiness, basically. Um, and that, over time, can lead to intestinal permeability. We get stressors like bacterial toxins and antibodies that now pass out of the gut into the blood circulation. Now the immune response is exposed to those stressors and the body is hardwired to protect against some sort of uh, infection from killing us quickly, like a bacterial meningitis. So it creates this inflammatory process to keep the pathogens under control. Unfortunately, that inflammatory process affects the lining of many different uh, organ tissues, including the blood-brain barrier. And then that's going to also affect, now when we get an unbalanced immune response, that is going to infect the HPA axis, which regulates our metabolism or regulates our energy levels, our ability to sleep well, our mood, affects a lot of things like that. We get leaky brain. The blood-brain barrier contains tight junctions like the gut lining. That zonulin, which traveled into the bloodstream from the gut, binds the zonulin receptors on tight junctions of the blood-brain barrier and opens those up. And now again, we get these immune cells that get in there so the damage that's caused by these inflammatory cytokines and other immune agents as well as pathogens now damages brain tissues, neurological tissues. And when we think about things like you know, neurodegenerative conditions, dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, or mood disorders, depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, or um, developmental disorders like autism or ADHD, we have to think brain inflammation. The, the, the brain is literally being inflamed. So we've got to calm that down. And that's why it starts by addressing blood sugar. We know that individuals, for example, type 2 diabetics, 
significantly greater risk of dementia than individuals who didn't have that, right? So it's very, very important. We've got to get that blood sugar under control. People who experience very low blood sugar where they have uh, too much of an insulin release, which can cause reactive hypoglycemia, they get hypoxia. Well, they basically are not able to produce enough energy in the brain. And now they get uh, neuroexcitotoxicity, which damages a multitude of brain cells. And over time, repeated, repeated experiences of hypoglycemia lead to dementia and Alzheimer's. So a lot of big issues there. Now, neuroplasticity. So basically, our brain can rewire itself. And when we're exposed to a lot of stress, right, that's going to basically cause, uh, you know, neurons to, to fire in a certain way as opposed to when we are exposed to more peace and gratitude and love and different things like that, we're going to get more of a release of something called BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic growth factor, which is strengthening for the neural, neuronal cells. So we want good exercise. We want good social interactions, good relationships, minimal amount of traumatic events. Tra trauma obviously can play a huge role in um, brain inflammation. So whether it's childhood trauma or a car accident or something like that can play a huge role. We want to really focus on good daily thoughts, optimal nutrition, you know, meditation, prayer, things like that. So important. We need good gut, gut activity. So our gut produces more neurotransmitters than our brain, significantly more. So there's a gut-brain connection. The gut and the brain talk. They communicate. They call the gut the second brain. We've heard the term, listen to your gut, right? So it's, um, it's a brain of itself, and it's constantly communicating with the brain and, and vice versa. So we want to have a good, healthy microbiome. That's super important. We want to reduce our exposure to biotoxins. Biotoxins are hazardous organic substances that can cause significant damage to the human body. These compounds are produced by living organisms, and biotoxic illness happens when these biotoxins affect the body adversely, which can lead to a lot of different chronic symptoms. We're talking about things like viruses, Lyme disease, which is all too common, mold, yeast. We know that yeast, candida, for example, produce acetaldehyde and gliotoxin. Acetaldehyde is like an alcohol poisoning, basically. So it damages a brain tissue. Gliotoxin, the glial cells are the lymphatic cells or the immune cells of the brain. And when we damage those, we get chronic brain inflammation. So yeast, fungus, molds can cause problems there. Bacterial endotoxins, particularly one we call LPS, lipopolysaccharides, which was released by gram-negative bacteria. It's their outer cell wall, triggers potent neurological inflammation in the brain. So we've got to keep these things under control, meaning that, you know, we need to have a healthy microbiome. We need to be pooping, you know, multiple times a day. And we need to keep our immune system really strong to keep viral infections, Lyme, things like that under control. So here are the natural solutions. Number one, address stress, keep stress down and increase the amount of gratitude, right? Really focusing on positive mental thinking, lots of gratitude, super important and strengthening for your blood brain barrier. So it's so, so, so important. You'll feel a lot better doing it, but it's so important for overall brain health. If you're constantly negative, you've got a negative self chatter that is going to open up that blood brain barrier and cause a lot more neurological inflammation. Really prioritize sleep, good quality sleep, so critical for healthy brain function and healthy neurological healing. I mean, that's literally where our brain detoxifies itself. So, so important we're doing that. Got to keep the blood sugar stable. So we need a nutrient dense um, diet is so important. Getting into ketosis. We know ketones play a huge role with 
um, helping stabilize brain tissue and they shut down something called NLRP3, the neuroinflammasome, which is a inflammation, inflammation amplifier in the brain. So getting that under control is important. We got to practice intermittent fasting, which helps get our body into ketosis. And fasting boosts BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic growth factor, which is like miracle growth for, for the neurons, the brain cells. It helps reduce inflammation in the brain, significantly pushes us in the direction of having healthy brain tissue when we're practicing intermittent fasting and keeping our blood sugar stable. Because again, we don't want to experience reactive hypoglycemia. So we need a blood sugar stabilizing diet and also implementing intermittent fasting. Regular movement and exercise stimulates BDNF. We need to focus on gut health, reduce toxin exposure, support detoxification, and use targeted supplementation. So let's go into this. My favorite foods, grass-fed, organic, pasture-raised animal products. They're going to have the right fatty acid ratios, lots of key nutrients like B12, um, carnitine, coenzyme Q10 that are very, very important for brain tissue right? So really important stuff there. Lemons, limes, and berries. Berries have polyphenols, which help protect brain tissue. Lemons and limes have vitamin C and bioflavonoids. Avocados, which have vitamin A, vitamin E, all your fat-soluble nutrients in there, and really healthy monounsaturated fats to help stabilize the blood sugar and good quality fiber for the healthy microbiome. Green tea, which has EGCG, um, epigolactin, catechins, those polyphenols, very supportive and healthy and healing for the brain. It also has L-theanine, which can be calming and relaxing for the brain. It's a GABA agonist, so it helps support the glutamate to GABA ratio so you can feel calm. Non-starchy vegetables, so broccoli, cauliflower, asparagus, um, you know, things like that, so helpful. Uh, Brussels sprouts would be another one. Really good for the microbiome. Tons of nutrients in there. Lots of things that help with liver detoxification. We call them glycinolates. Um, which really help with reducing things like phthalates from BPA and um, you know, other xenoestrogens, other chemicals that increase our estrogen load in our system. It just helps support phase one through three liver detox. Turmeric, powerful herb. You got the curcumin compounds in there, uh, the tumoroids that are in there as well that really reduce inflammation. Wild-caught fish, rich in particularly salmon, rich in omega-3 fatty acids, so important for brain. It also has astaxanthin in there, which is a powerful antioxidant that protects brain tissue. Bone broth, vegetable broth. You got the collagen uh, protein in the bone broth. You also have a lot of minerals in there. Very, very mineral rich. So good for brain tissue. Apple cider vinegar, which helps support a healthy microbiome, helps improve digestive juice production. Ginger, which uh, is has six shagayol, which helps induce brain cell autophagy or the, the breakdown of damaged old brain cells and uh, the, the stimulation of healthier brain cell function. It also helps with stimulating digestive juices like, like stomach acid, bile, pancreatic enzymes, so you can digest and absorb your nutrients more effectively. Organic extra virgin olive oil and olives with loads of vitamin E and polyphenols to support healthy brain function, fermented vegetables, you know, lots of uh, prebiotics, probiotics, and enzymes in there. Your good coconut fats, which provide your MCTs that support ketone production and help improve brain function. Different herbs, like, like um, for example, uh, basil, oregano, thyme, you know, different things like that, all really healthy. Garlic, onions, and chives, really good, really good stuff. Great for the immune system. And of course, we want to avoid all of our processed foods, bad fats, different things like that. We want to get rid of those things. Now, 
ketones, what are they? They are a breakdown product of fat metabolism. So ketones are not a diet, although certain dietary practices can help your body produce ketones. Ketosis is actually a physiological state. And it's a state where your body's good at taking its own body fat, turning it into these compounds called ketones, which cross the blood-brain barrier naturally and provide a fuel source for the brain. Ketones are like diesel fuel in the sense that they produce a lot more energy than glucose and a lot less metabolic waste. So when we break down glucose or sugar for fuel, we produce a lot of metabolic waste. And that waste causes more oxidative stress and inflammation on the cells and the mitochondria of the different tissues, including the brain tissues. In fact, your brain has more mitochondria than any other, any other cell, basically, in the body. The neurons do. They have 10,000 mitochondria per cell. Heart has 5,000. Liver has like two to 3,000. And muscle tissues have one to 2,000. So very mitochondrial rich, your brain tissue. Ketones help protect that. And they shut down inflammation in the brain. They turn off the neurological inflammation amplifier. We call that the NLRP3 neuroinflammasome. They shut it down. So getting ketones elevated in the brain, you can do that through fasting, you can do it through a low carb diet, and you can do it through you know, feast famine cycles where you might fast and do low carb for a period of time and then you know, have a fasting day or something like that, or I'm sorry, a feasting day where you eat you know, a lot more carbs and protein and things like that. And then you, know, you dial it back down for you know, another five or six days. So there's different ways of doing this, um, but getting ketones up and elevated in the brain, you can also use MCT oil. In fact, they did a study where they took uh, individuals that were suffering with dementia and Alzheimer's disease in a nursing home. And they took one group and they just fed them, you know, standard nursing home diet. They took the other group and they fed them the same thing. All they did was they added MCT oil to their meals. And the MCT oil turned into ketones. And so they had the presence of ketones in their brain. And these people, they took a subjective, they took a basically like a memory scoring test. Um, which were, you know, is, is commonly used to kind of test somebody's um, cognitive abilities and their level of cognitive decline. And the people that had the MCT, they actually saw improvement in their cognitive testing scores. So just adding some MCT can play a big role. Now, again, sleep allows our brain to detoxify. This is literally when we take out the trash in the brain. So we've got to really focus and prioritize on good sleep so critical. I've done a lot of videos on this, but um, you know, basically sleep is when we detoxify the brain. You got to prioritize that. Number one, have your room cool. I like to sleep to about 65 degrees and overhead fan. Cool temperature is going to allow you to get deeper sleep. Keep your room as dark as possible. You don't want ambient light getting in there. I'm a huge fan of using a sleep mask. That's what I use personally. Keeps the ambient light out, allows me to get more melatonin release. You want to avoid caffeine within eight hours of sleeping. So if you're going to bed at 10, which is a good time, every hour of sleep before midnight is equivalent to three hours of regenerative sleep after midnight. So if you're going to go to bed at 10, you wouldn't want to have caffeine after 2 p.m., for example, or it could affect your sleep, your sleep quality. Don't eat within three hours of sleeping. It's a really good rule. I mean, we may not be able to follow it all the time, but as much, much as possible, try to finish eating three hours before sleep. So you can really do the, the main work of digestion, the main energy demanding work first. That happens in the first three hours. And that way, when you go to sleep, your body's able to really focus on healing, repair, detoxifying the brain, strengthening that blood brain barrier. So we really want to make sure we're doing that. 
get good quality sun exposure during the day. That is so important for your circadian rhythms. Very important for that. Also very important for the brain. Sun exposure actually stimulates BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic growth factor, which helps strengthen that blood-brain barrier, helps you think sharply and quickly, have better memory. So very important. Exercise regularly. Exercise is great. Again, BDNF supporter, also great for circadian rhythm, but you don't want to exercise late. So kind of the same rule as eating. You know, I wouldn't want to exercise basically within three hours of sleeping, ideally, or at least not intensely, um, any sort of exercise. You might take a walk in the evening. That's great, but nothing like intense, no sort of intense exercise uh, late. You want to avoid bright light after sunset, so turn, dim the lights in your house, very important, and then wind down at 9 p.m. Don't have goals. Stop trying to accomplish goals after 9 p.m. You should, you know, really just be chilling out, relaxing, you know, maybe a light conversation with your spouse, watching a, you know, a show that's not, uh, you know, a terrifying show or anything like that, something that's just calm um, and with your lights dimmed, you know, things like that. So you just want to be, you know, in a calm state. That's going to be important there for good sleep. Now, fasting, starting out with a 12-hour fast between your last meal and your first meal, and then you can gradually progress. So I've done a lot of videos on fasting, intermittent fasting. So be sure to check that out. Also, the article that goes with this video, I go in a little bit more detail with that as well. I've got a lot of good information. But the key is we want to start an intermittent fasting lifestyle and find a good fasting regimen that really works well for us. So daily, or weekly sort of intermittent fasting strategy. We want to make sure we're getting out, we're moving, walking on a daily basis, um, also getting some high-intensity exercise, strength training, maybe running some intervals, different things like that, all stimulate brain-derived neurotropic growth factor. They help strengthen the blood-brain barrier. They help support healthy neurotransmitter release, optimal serotonin, GABA, uh, dopamine release, so you can think sharply and quickly and, and be the best uh, version of you. They also enhance tissue oxygenation, oxygen in the brain, so all really important stuff, making sure we're moving making sure we're, we're being grateful. I and mean, we talked about that, how gratitude is one of the best things we can do uh, to support our neurotransmitters and to strengthen that blood-brain barrier. So critical there. We want to open up all of our detoxification and drainage pathways. So that could be from, from our skin, making sure that we're sweating, getting out in the heat, or using an infrared sauna can be helpful. Making sure we're breathing, you know, movement and focusing on intentional deep breathing can help us pump, pump out, push out more wastes making sure we're pooping at least once, if not two or three times daily, really getting all the waste out of our system on a daily basis. So, so important for, for our good health. So we've got to open up these pathways. We also want to be urinating. You know, it's a good idea to be urinating every hour that you're awake. You know, you don't want to be waking up every, every hour that you're sleeping, but, you know, we should be urinating somewhere around, you know, six to 12 times a day. Okay, so we want to be urinating out all the different toxins that are in our system. Very important. Now, targeted supplementation, huge fan of long chain omega-3s, very important for brain, EPA and DHA. Get those from, you know, well-sourced, highly purified fish oil is a really good um, source for that. You can also get it from krill oil as well. I like a brand called Nordic Naturals. That's what I sell through drjockers.com. They've got some great products. And so EPA and DHA, getting, you know, good, good quality, two grams a day of EPA and DHA can be very supportive for the brain. Probiotics to support the microbiome and probiotic supplementation. 
has also been shown to enhance BDNF, brain-derived neurotropic growth factor, which again is a compound that supports and protects the blood-brain barrier and also helps with the development of new neurons and synapses, the gaps between the neurons. So it strengthens your neurology. Magnesium. Magnesium may be the most important nutrient when it comes to a healthy blood-brain barrier. If you're magnesium deficient, you are more likely to have leaky, a leaky brain, and that's going to end up leading to things like irritability, anxiety, depression, oftentimes anger and violent problems, poor memory, brain fog, right? A lot of different issues like this, headaches, you know, all these types of issues. So good quality magnesium, and particularly one that, that's very good at crossing the blood-brain barrier, crossing through that and helping support neuronal magnesium levels. And just magnesium in general supportive for the blood-brain barrier. The best one for crossing the blood-brain barrier is the magnesium L3-inate. We have that in the brain calm magnesium. Now, the other forms of magnesium are good for helping protect the uh, blood-brain barrier. So your magnesium citrate, your magnesium glycinate, your magnesium malate. These are all good for helping protect the blood-brain barrier. That's why it's good to actually get a combination of the 3-inate along with something like that. In the brain calm magnesium, we have magnesium uh, glycinate which adds a glycine molecule, which is important for GABA production to help calm the brain and also important for liver detoxification, phase two liver detox. More, most people need more glycine, that amino acid. And then it also has the magnesium L3 and 8, which crosses the blood-brain barrier. And uh, so you get the both, both benefits where, where it helps protect the blood-brain barrier and then also helps increase neuronal magnesium levels for optimal neurological function. People notice a big difference when they take this. It, you know, if you're struggling with mood disorders, anxiety, you know, anger, irritability, trouble concentrating, you will see a difference when you take this supplement. I tell you that. That's what I hear all the time. Now, a couple other good ones. You know, vitamin D is important. Um, that's an important one. We've got to make sure we've got good quality vitamin D levels. B vitamins. If you're B12 deficient, uh, you need more B12, right? So that's another important one. Resveratrol. Resveratrol and quercetin can be really great for downregulating brain inflammation. And that's important. If you're if you've had like a concussion, major head trauma, perhaps you know vaccine injury, like you know some sort of major toxicity, maybe you had amalgam fillings, mercury toxic in your brain, things like that, then getting more of these really powerful antioxidants like quercetin and resveratrol in your system can be powerful for supporting the mitochondria, helping your body detoxify, and helping reduce the amount of oxidative stress in the brain. So this is something I really enjoy using myself. Feel really sharp and clear taking the Taking this on a regular basis has been, been very helpful. And then my number one product for downregulating overall bodily inflammation, so the overall load of inflammation in the body, is my Inflam Defense. And this has resveratrol and quercetin. It also has, it also has curcumin, the active compound in turmeric. It also has rosemary in it, which is another powerful antioxidant. And it has got uh, frankincense or boswellia as well, which is a, one of the most powerful anti-inflammatories, as well as proteolytic enzymes that are in there to break down circulating inflammatory agents and cytokines and different things like that. This is my number one product for overall inflammation. Um, do you need to take this with the resveratrol power? You don't necessarily. Uh, I think it really depends on how much inflammation you have in your system. But taking some sort of a good product to downregulate inflammation, whether it's resveratrol and quercetin, like 
like our resveratrol power or this inflamed defense, I think is a really good idea overall or some sort of like curcumin, really good curcumin product can be helpful. Try to find one that you'd feel really good with. You know, you can experiment and rotate them and see which one that you notice the biggest changes with and stick with that because obviously that's a sign that your body is responding well to that. So take a look at those things. Um, I do have an article that accompanies this video so you can see that below in the show notes. So check that out and hope you guys enjoyed this training. You know, be sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review. Uh, would love that. And that just helps us reach more people. Be blessed, everybody. And we'll see you on a future online training. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.